Security, public safety. <laughs> Driving around. That's good to see. I know we got some security, top flight security, the world. Driving around here. All right. I was like, who's that creeping up on me? All right. We are in Psalm 19. Psalm 19. 530 530 in the morning 530 in the morning in the morning is that what I said Psalm 19 yeah that's where we at Psalm 19 where are we find that the heavens proclaim the glory of God the skies Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth in their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy. Let me highlight that one. That's good. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple the commandments of the lord are right bringing joy to the heart the commands of the lord are clear giving insight for living it's funny because there's a whole there's a whole ministry called insight for living i can't remember the guy i think was it chuck swindoll one of those guys leads that ministry reverence for the lord is pure lasting forever the laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning. Let me go back. They are a... Let me read that one more time. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting, forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. <laughs> hmm. That's something I have to keep reminding myself during this season of singleness. Something that came up yesterday is just I'm just paraphrasing what I heard in the sermon, but or how I interpreted what he was saying. But basically, 
uh, it's a whole lot easier to just say yes to Jesus one time than say no a thousand times. So whenever temptation comes like a flood and when it comes, it comes hard, right? Especially me being a single man roaming around here in these streets making deliveries and I see a lot of temptation. Primarily in the form of yoga pants. And so, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, where am I going with all that? I just got distracted thinking about yoga pants. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's easier to say I'll just turn on some worship music. Uh, just having that playing while I'm doing the deliveries uh, or listening to my podcast that's a lot easier than having like the bible app playing all day um just hearing my own voice reading the word of god and talking about it like i am now that's like i've said before it's one of the main reasons i'm doing this podcast it's kind of for selfish reasons so i have an easy uh source to access of listening listening to myself read the bible so and then my kids can listen to it someday at some point. But what else? Where was I going with all that? Yes, it's a whole lot easier to say yes to God once than no to the devil a million times. Because he comes all the time with some new in the form in various forms. And I love that part earlier was talking about making wise the simple. I was just telling my brother, the older I get, the more I try to like just simplify my life and make it as yeah. If it if it starts to feel like too much tension or I'm trying too hard to make things work or whatever you name, you fill in the blank, whatever the problem or challenge is, then I know I'm doing too much. It's not my burden. Oh, that was good. There, there was a word that a pastor gave for this couple. How they saw them, they saw a it was them in a cart or like an old school horse and buggy, right? And then going down the road and they see somebody carrying a he- heavy load on their back, like two big old bags, you know, sacks of just, and those sacks like represent burdens, right? And they say, hey, would you like a ride? So the person gets on the ride on the cart and they, when they're on the cart, they're sitting down, but they still got the bags on their shoulders. Like they're still carrying the bags and like, hey, you know, you can let those bags down, like set them down in the cart. And like, oh. And that's how I feel like so many times it is for us uh, as Christians. We don't even realize it like these challenges and it's easier said than done, of course. But things come along and then we try to carry these burdens. Right. And the Lord has sent people in our lives or uh, he just him alone. He just wants you to just say, hey, get that. That burning to me. Give me those bags. Hop in the cart. Sit down. Chill out. You're good. I'm not saying like, you know, that gives us license to just be lazy and do nothing. But I'm saying like the things that we worry about or have anxiety about. Last, last point. There was something else. There's a song I was listening to. This worship song. Uh, I think it was uh, You're Worthy of It All. And in the middle, they had like a little reprise part or whatever and it's like this little interlude with this lady started talking and she was saying how it's scientifically been studied they find they've shown on, in brain scans that it's impossible to be anxious 
and in a state of gratitude at the same time. They like can't coexist. So anytime you feel anxious or worried or paranoid, whatever it is, fill in the blank. Begin to thank the Lord, not just, you know. Yeah, gratitude is good. You know, we live in a world where people are yeah, keep a gratitude journal, you know, say all the things you're thankful for, but be specific about who gave those things to you. You know, not just some nebulous universe, you know, fake God out here gave it to you. It's the Lord Almighty, Jesus Christ, seated on the on the throne who gave us everything we have. So I know I just rambled and said a lot, but I hope that helps somebody. All right. So So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep reminding myself, like, I keep thinking, like, every time I say yes to Jesus, there's a reward on the other end. So, I'll read that again. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I'm going to pray that real quick, that last part. Thank you, Lord, for your laws, your wisdom, Lord, that is a warning to you, warning to us, your servants. Thank you, Lord, that there's a great reward every time we obey and listen to your voice, God, and resist resist sin and resist temptations yes lord how can we know all the sins lurking in our hearts even when i begin to justify myself and think i'm okay in your eyes lord i know there's junk there thank you lord that you cleanse me from all my hidden faults all my faults seen that could easily be pointed to or exposed by other people and then the faults that even I can't see or other others can't see. You know them all, God. Keep your servants, Lord, from deliberate sins. Don't let them control us. Thank you, Lord, that we are free from guilt and innocent of all sin, even the greatest sin we've ever committed or we can imagine committing. May the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, I pray. And ultimately, Lord, I just pray as I go out here and make these deliveries that for I pray for favor with every single person I come across, that I just pray for unexpected blessings, tips on tips on tips. I just pray these debts will be wiped away. They all thank you for already wiping them away, including the yeah, already my IRS debt, um, back child support, all credit cards, all collection items, all uh, student loans, and uh, thank you in advance for the new home I'm gonna get. Where I'll be able to see my kids consistently. And. Are true. Each one is fair. Let's, let's plug in my other device. What else? What else? 
just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that for those that are waiting, been waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting like a woman in, <clears throat> in labor, waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting to see you do some miraculous things in their lives. I just pray that this is the day. This will be the day for breakthroughs. This is the day of salvation. This is the day when that addiction breaks off of them. And uh, that those needs that they have are met. And that restoration happens in all their relationships. In Jesus' money and precious name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have an amazing day. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. Wow, I just had a quick thought as I was saving this recording and the title is Rock and Redeemer I saw I had another recording that had my Redeemer lives and that was for Job 19 and this is cool because this is Psalm 19 that I'm reading and Job says something very similar to what what uh, David said here because back in Job 19, he says, I think it's verse 25. But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives and he will stand upon the earth at last. And then, yeah, before that, look at that. It says, oh, that my words could be recorded. Oh, that they could be inscribed on a monument, carved with an iron chisel and filled with lead, engraved forever in the rock. Haven't you chewed me up enough? 
Wow, I'm connecting so many dots here. Crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. I'm going to read Psalm 19 one more time, the last verse. And wow, hold on a second. Yeah, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That's dope. So there you go. A quick little memory. The more you connect dots as you read the Bible, the more the easier it is to remember scriptures and be able to recall things when you need them. It's wild. So yeah, Job 19 talks about, he refers to God as his redeemer and also says, talks about his words being inscribed in a rock. And then in Psalm 19 at the end, verse 14, he says, oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Really cool stuff. Just had to say that. All right. I'll holler at y'all later.